This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. True Crime Broads with Crystal and Renee. Hello, welcome to True Crime Broads. This is Crystal. And Renee. And we are so excited to be coming to you tonight. We have some breaking news in the Delphi case that we wanted to share with you this evening. But before we get started with that, we wanted to just kind of say hello and catch up with everyone. Um, Renee, how have you been doing? Oh, doing good. You know, my usual traveling and not, and I'm trying to get used to this weather, but now that it's getting colder, I guess that's a good thing, but it's frustrating. <laughs> yeah. I just like felt like I'm coming down with the cold, like while we were talking a minute ago, I'm like, no, well, I can't have that. I, mean, I wonder why. Cause it's like 85 <laughs> a couple days ago and today it's 43. <laughs> I mean. Exactly. So hopefully, um, we can get through this without getting sick. I remember I used to visit up North for business. And I remember every time I went like to Boston or somewhere in the winter, I would get the worst colds and everybody I would talk to had the worst colds. It was so nice to come back here and just have some nice weather. Um, okay. So let me see here. All right. I'm going to read a wonderful review. We got from a lady named Brit two, three, five, one, five. She wrote great podcast, five stars. And in the review, she wrote, I really like the personal feel of these two women. And it's truly a great podcast with details about Missy Beavers. 10 out of 10 would recommend. So thank you, Britt, 23515. Very nice. And um, okay, so you've got some news to share with us about the billboard, correct? Yes, um, we've had a couple people uh, say that they are going to donate. We, okay, so let me just explain this real quick. Okay, so we normally do GoFundMe. And um, I know the last couple times, you know, we've had the billboard for over a year now. And we had a really awesome anonymous um, person that donated to it, paid for it almost almost in full. They paid like the balance a couple of times. Anyway, um, they did it on the GoFundMe and it takes a big chunk of the money. So I was just kind of thinking maybe to make it a little easier because they are not able to donate anymore to the billboard that we would just have people send their payments into like Cash App or Venmo and just put in the, cause I use it for my business. So just put in the comments, you know, Missy Beavers and I'll know, you know, that that's what it's for. Um, and then I will, I'll just leave that amount in there until we get the whole amount and then we'll just send it over to the company. But anyway, we've got a person that's sending in a check and then another one that was going to send in a Venmo. So we don't have much time. So if you're wanting to donate to that, please do so. It's usually around, um anywhere between 2000 and 2200 and that covers us for um i think it's between three and four months so um hopefully we can get all that together so just 
please let us know if you're going to be able to donate or if you're going to do it later, let us know so we can kind of know how much you're going to be sending. So we'll know how much we need. <laughs> Are you there? Oops, I hit the mute button. I'm glad you see you there. <laughs> Good grief. Um, so anyway, thank you for rescuing me. But I was just going to say, I'm so glad you thought of that because every time I've looked at our GoFundMe, in the past, I've always noticed they take out such a huge chunk. Yeah, so, it's like two hundred and fifty dollars or something. It, yeah, I'm really glad you thought of that. Percent of twenty two hundred, and I thought, you know, that's two hundred dollars that could be going towards it that people are giving. So, yeah, that's the reason we're doing that. I hope y'all don't mind, but yeah, just just you know, send us a message and let us know. Hey, I'm going to be sending in this much or whatever, and that way we can kind of tally it up and we know what we need. Right, and um. Okay, so that's fantastic. Um, tonight, instead of the Missy Beavers case, we're going to talk about um, the Delphi case. And I know we did an episode on Delphi a while back, but our wonderful listener, Dale Nobles, brought it to my attention yesterday and your attention, Renee, that yes. there's a break in the Delphi case up in Indiana. And there was a, we will play you the video here in a minute. But there was an announcement from the Indiana State Police, <clears throat> and apparently they figured out, we don't know at what point in time they figured it out, but they're just now going public with it, that there is a social media profile, it's obviously fake, called Anthony underscore Shots, and this Anthony Shots character, they actually used uh, the likeness of some young kind of muscular model and you'll hear in the video we're going to play for you if you haven't heard it yet out there in the news but this is such big news here in the true crime world just that they've made such a big break Renee I'm so excited but apparently oh. they, apparently this there's some sort of a child predator has put together a snapchat and an instagram under the name of Anthony Schatz and that's so disgusting because that's exactly what those young kids, those young teenagers use is Snapchat and Instagram. Yep. And those sick people know exactly which ones to go to, to get to these kids. Right. So horrible. But anyway, so Anthony shots, apparently they were able to confirm that that's an actual person. The model has nothing to do with any of this and had no idea his likeness was being used. And, you know, we'll let the video take it from there. Um, but yeah, this is huge news and it sounds like a break, not necessarily, but I personally believe it's a big break. What do you think, Renee? I think so too. I mean, if they're coming out with it to let people know to come forward, if you've had any dealings with, you've been uh, messaged by this person, you've met this person, you know, you've communicated back and forth with them, please give us a call. I mean, they're looking for uh, information of people that have, you know, dealt with this, this person that's hiding behind this, you know, fake profile, then yeah, I definitely think that this is uh, definitely a step in the right direction and, and hoping that they are on the track to getting the person that did this to so these sweet little girls. Right. And you know, the first time we did an episode on Delphi, I remember saying I had this feeling that those girls went down to that bridge area to meet boys or who they thought were boys that they right. met online. I just had a strong feeling because I, I was telling you this the other day, when I was that age, that middle school, junior high age, young teenager, I used to ask my parents and my friend would ask her parents. We would try to get them. We lived in DeSoto. 
And my friend lived in Duncanville, but we would try to get our parents to drive us up to Dallas to go to Valley View Mall because we would talk on the phone with these guys. Shout out to Eric Floyd, Chuck Kobdish, and Renee Ramirez. Um, we would talk to these boys that we thought were cute. And it was so fun because they weren't from our small towns. They were from Dallas, you know, and right. we were so excited to get to, to go meet them at the mall, but we never told our parents that we were going to go meet guys at the mall. Oh, we oh. would just, we would just say, Hey, can you take us to Valley View mall? And we just kind of made it sound like we were sick of Redbird mall, which was true. And right. so, um, <clears throat> but anyway, but see, and like I was telling you when we were talking earlier, that was so much safer because those were real boys that my friend that had left DeSoto for the Lake Highlands area, she actually right. knew them and, um, I got to know them. They knew, you know, all those friends knew each other. We knew that none of them were going to like kidnap us from the mall and kill us. They were just boys our age. Right. And unfortunately what's different about today's world is the internet and you can so easily pose as someone else. You can be a sick, twisted, older guy, and you can pose as another 13, 14, 15, 16 year old guy to attract these girls. It's so sad. And I just don't know what the answer is. We keep educating these kids, you know, don't fall for online. You know, we can't say don't fall for online predators because they don't really think they're talking to a predator, but just trying to get the kids to be more careful. I just, I don't know what the answer is, but it's, it's just so horrifying how easy it is for sick, twisted child predators to do this type of thing. I don't know that I've ever really heard, and I could be wrong. I'm sure somebody will come and tell me that I'm wrong, but that's okay. But, um, I've never really heard that they do any of this in school and, you know, they have our kids for eight hours a day. They could mention this kind of stuff, you know, for 15 minutes, uh, you know, once a week or something, to the kids since they have them there all together, you know, kind of make them aware of this or do some kind of seminar or something. I mean, you think that that could this, I mean, at this day and age, like you said, with this technology, this is a common thing. You know, they're getting on there. They think it's fun. They're meeting people and they're like, oh, this is going to be so exciting. We're going to meet this cute guy, blah, blah, blah. I mean, you would think that that would be, you know, super, I don't know. Maybe they do have some programs I haven't heard of. Maybe somebody can let me know if they do, but I hope they do make it a priority because these two little girls, that's just so scary no. and sad. And, and you may remember this. I know you were in neighboring Red Oak when I was in DeSoto Elementary Schools. And, you know, back then they would show us that movie called, um, oh, I can't believe I just forgot the name of it. I thought I would never forget the name of that. It was a movie. And I'm, I bet most of our audience will remember this because I'm pretty sure it was nationwide. It was, um, oh, it was called the child molester. That's what it was called. And I, I remember, oh my like gosh, it was so <laughs> scary. Well, you had to have your parents sign, your guardian or parent had to sign a form for you to be oh, able yeah. to see it. And Maybe it was, yeah, that's what, probably what happened. <laughs> it was so scary. And at the end there was like blood and stuff and they showed actual crime scene footage. It was pretty scary. Oh, well, but I guess stand corrected. You're telling me they did something like that. I guess they, maybe they, I don't know if they still do. I, but I know. don't know if they have, but back then, of course, there was no internet. So basically what they were saying was just stranger danger. Don't get in cars and with strangers and be careful if they tell you they have puppies and candy, don't go to their car, that kind of stuff. But you're right. We need the equivalent of that today, but completely, you know, targeting the Instagram, Snapchat stuff and yeah. the internet. You don't know who's hiding behind those fake profiles of people that are messaging you, even though you think you know the name, that's probably not at all remotely who that is. I mean, obviously hey, and you know what, while we're at it, 
you know, we, you know, our primary case is the Missy Beavers case here at True Crime Broads. And while we're at it, I thought that I would point out a similarity in, um, there's so many similarities between these cases, even though it's different. It's a grown woman who was murdered in the Missy Beavers case, of course. And then we've got two little girls, the victims in Delphi. But one of the coincidences about the two cases, the similarities, is you have someone who was apparently contacted online before um, who received some messages from a fake profile before the yep. death. And yep. we, Renee and I firmly believe those LinkedIn messages that were under a fake account were probably Missy's killer. I mean, that's what we think. Um, just oh, yeah, we're so close to when get killed, for sure. Right, right. And, you know, being that it happened in a small town, both of these murders, the Delphi and Missy Beaver's case, those murders happened in remote areas. Um, and it's small town. Um, they have the perpetrator on video. The perp apparently has an interesting gait, something a little bit unusual gait. And um, another similarity is that it's the small town police department, not used to working big murders. Um, so I just thought I would throw in those similarities kind of while we were talking about that. Oh, yeah, um, that's so interesting. About the online contact um, as well. So, um, well, we did, um, Renee, you've, you're, you're our technology um, expert here. You've got, the, you've got it queued up. So we're going I'd to- hardly, I'd hardly call me that, but yeah. <laughs> Compared to me, you are. That's not saying much because I know nothing. But anyway- <laughs> That's hilarious. Well, awesome. I'm just very glad that you figured that out. And so we are going to cut away right now and let you listen to the official announcement that came from Indiana State Police. So stay tuned. My name is Sergeant Jeremy Pierce, the public information officer with the Indiana State Police out of Lafayette Post. While investigating the murders of Abigail Williams and Liberty German, detectives with the Carroll County Sheriff's Office and the Indiana State Police have uncovered an online profile named Anthony Schatz. This profile was being used from 2016 to 2017 on social media applications, including but not limited to Snapchat and Instagram. The fictitious Anthony Schatz profile used images of a known male model and portrayed himself as being extremely wealthy and owning numerous sports cars. The creator of the fictitious profile used this information while communicating with juvenile females to solicit nude images, obtain their address, and attempt to meet with them. Pictured on your screen, you'll see images of the known male model and images of the fictitious profile sent to the underage females. We have already identified the male in these images that were used by Anthony Schatz. The male in the photo is not the person of interest in the investigation. Detectives are seeking information about the person who created the Anthony Schatz profile. Investigators would like any individual who communicated, met, or attempted to meet the Anthony Schatz profile to contact law enforcement by utilizing the tip email, Abby and Libby Tip at CACOSHRF.com. Please provide as much information as you possibly can. For example, when you communicate with Anthony Schatz, how you communicated with the profile, what social media applications the account used, and if Anthony Schatz attempted to meet you or obtain your address. If you have saved images or conversations with Anthony Schatz's profile, please attach them to your email. Again, if you have any information, please contact law enforcement by utilizing the tip email, 
Abby and Libby Tip at C A C O S H R F dot com. Thank you. Okay, so that was the recording of the state trooper in Indiana giving us an update on who they are looking for, the profile. Um, what was that profile again, Crystal? Anthony underscore shots. Yes. Okay. So they're they're looking for people who've communicated with that profile and so forth. And I mean, I'm so glad that they got an update on that. One of the cool things that I noticed um, just today was, okay, so you remember in the beginning how they had, um, I think they come out with a, um, I guess they had somebody do a, a sketch of, an, a sketch artist do a, a sketch of the person that they thought they were looking for. And then they came back and they had a sketch artist do another one of a younger guy. And everybody was like, so confused. Are we looking for somebody who's, you know, 60? Are we looking for somebody who's 25, you know? And so um, anyway, so somebody, and I don't know who to give credit to, maybe somebody out there in the social media world knows who did, who did this, but they took these two sketches and they basically took it and took only half of it and put half of it on this guy that they're looking for that they think is behind this um, profile that that state trooper was just telling us about and put half of it on his face and they put the young one on his face and the older one on his face and they both seriously match up it's so weird that is we so cool I know we'll put it on our social media so everybody can see it but where? I just noticed it and I thought wow that's crazy where did you find that that is amazing it was in one of those groups about the Delphi. It was one of those groups okay. specific to Delphi. And oh, I just screenshotted it to send it to you. So, Okay, yeah, yeah. We, we need to try to figure out who did that. It was amazing. And also, you know, I told you earlier before you sent that to me, I said I was pretty darn convinced that they probably have the perp now. And then yeah. when, you, and when you sent me that sketch, I was like, okay, now I'm 100% that's convinced. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. And it's weird because he was actually arrested back in 2017 and charged with like, I can't remember like 30 different um, crimes, including child pornography and all kinds of stuff. So that's interesting that he's already been arrested for other crimes. I just have to be able to connect him to this one. Right, right. And that's kind of the beauty of having someone who's sort of a career criminal or at least has done things before the murder, because uh -huh. then you can arrest them for a lesser charge while you try to, they actually, I think they thought they were doing that in the Missy Beavers case with Bobby Wayne Henry, remember? And oh, yeah. that ended up being the incorrect person. However, that was a good, that was a good, you know, plan they had. It just didn't work out because it wasn't the right guy. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see if, of course, here at True Crime Broads, we are careful not to point the finger at anyone, even though I just got through doing that. I should retract what I said and say, we're just going to wait and see if this person of interest works out. And it'll be very interesting to see how this plays out in the next few days. Well, so far they fit the profile and, and here's something else. I just want to throw this out there. It's just an interesting tidbit that I've heard. I'm sure you've heard it too. For every 50 things that a person um, tries to cover up in a crime, there's another 50 that they've forgotten. Ooh. So I, I've heard this before. I don't know if you've ever heard that, but um, so I'm sure that there's something that they will be able to uncover that this person, some track that they didn't cover and hopefully they'll be able to figure that out and, you know, either, either tie them to the crime or, you know, um, clear their name. 
You know, what's interesting is this Klein guy that they have found that's behind the Anthony shot social media accounts. Mm -hmm. He's He's only 27. And that actually jives with that most recent sketch that they did remember how this first sketch and everyone thought in the video that the guy was probably like middle-aged and then later Mm -hmm. on way later they did a sketch and the guy looked like he was like 25 so that's very interesting that this guy happens to be 27 right now so he would have been what 23 wait i wonder if somebody would have been like 22 at the time 20 yeah he was really young i wonder though if there was somebody i wonder if there's somebody that was working with him because there has to be a reason why they have this older sketch too like you don't think you saw this 50 something year old man and they go oh wait no he was 20 (laughs) you know i don't know no i think they probably did just change that's my opinion anyway we'll find out hopefully but yeah Yeah. I i would imagine that this child predator was acting alone they usually do um here's something interesting on August 19th. Oh, you already said this. He was charged with 30 felonies, mm-hmm. 30. That's crazy. I know it. That's a lot. Child so, exploitation, possession of child pornography, obstruction of justice, synthetic identity deception. Oh, um, I looked up that synthetic. Uh, uh, what, what, what did you just say? <laughs> yeah. Synthetic identity deception. What is that? Like I looked it up. That must mean posing for someone like as someone else online, maybe. Yes, that's exactly what it is. It says a synthetic identity is a combination of fabricated credentials where the implied identity is not associated with a real person. Mm. Because I'd never heard that before. I was like, what? Gosh, this is disgusting. And they found um, child sex abuse material. That oh, that's depicted, it depicted female children ages 12 to 17 approximately and that is definitely unfortunately those poor girls um abby and libby's age range yeah it that's really horrible this this um is sickening as all these details are to read about this guy i'm i'm happy that they might be on the right track here yeah exactly that that's there's nothing going to be better than getting the the perp or the perps behind the killing of these two wonderful girls that's just so so horrible yeah really horrible hope they get the bad guys soon um but we're gonna keep an eye on it here at true crime broads we just wanted to share this pretty big piece of news coming out of delphi indiana after months and months and months of silence right and all we can do now is hope that they're on to the right person and that they can get enough probable cause to arrest them for this case and amen and get all the search warrants they need and while i'm at it let's just hope that something similar is going on behind the scenes of the missy beavers case right man that would just be the greatest end to 2021 that has been total crap and i'm sure a lot of people will agree with me <laughs> that would just be some icing on the crappy cake we've had <laughs> i'm telling you what it would just well, be fun- it would be phenomenal to see either one of these cases solved it really would. Yeah. But both of them, that's just incredible. That would be no. like huge party waiting to happen. <laughs> right. Um, so if you're listening to us um, and like what you hear, please give us a five-star review. Uh, go to Apple and um, do that for us so we can, uh, and we will definitely read it on the air or Crystal will. And then also be sure and check us out on our social media um also what was the last thing i was gonna say <laughs> I lost my thought. 
Give to the uh-huh. billboard. Give to the billboard. Oh yeah, and don't forget <laughs> about the billboard. Yes, thank you. Don't forget about the billboard. We got to get that done pretty quick. And I know Christmas, Christmas is coming up. So, you know, we have a lot of people that listen to our podcast. We have a lot of people that are in our group, so forth, whatever. So on our page, whatever. If you know, every little bit counts. I don't care if you could just, you know, you know, uh, share five bucks. We don't care. Any little bit helps, but it keeps the tips coming in and it keeps the, you know, people aware of the case and, you know, oh yeah, let me call, you know, in a tip and don't forget you can remain anonymous. Absolutely. And that reward money still stands at $150,000 in the That's right. That's big, big money, you guys. So if anyone knows anything. Oh, in the Delta case too. Oh, you know what? That's right. We had yeah. the same, we had the same exact type of mysterious donor give yes. the exact dollar amount within just days of each other. That's so I wonder right. we never did find out if it's the same person, but it kind of sounds like it. It it was like around the same time and the same amount. That was super weird. But yeah, that's right. We have that too. So don't forget, don't have any tips for the Delphi case. Call them in anonymous and there's a reward on that too. That's right. Well, we just want to thank everyone for tuning in to True Crime Broads. If you would like to communicate with us, please shoot us a message on Instagram, Facebook Messenger, comment um, on any of our posts, and we would just love to hear from you. And like Renee said, we would really love a five-star review. And if you don't like our show, please just keep scrolling because the negative reviews make us want to cry and you don't want that. So, (laughs) all right. (laughs) We hope everyone has a fantastic week. Talk to you soon. Thanks, guys. Yes. Yeah.